At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Tuesday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick with you this morning. It's one of those days we got a lot going on here. We've got Zoom earnings. Uh, we've got Tesla news. We've got Walmart news. We've got vaccine news. It was the end of the quarter yesterday, so or end of the month. So we'll talk about uh, the weakness into the close. A lot going on on today's show. Our guest is Jonathan Corpina. He is a senior managing partner at Meridian Equity Partners. He will join the show at eight. 35 and then after him at 850 we will do some ticker time let's get right to it joel what's the word here overnight oh boy yeah not a boring tuesday by any stretch of the imagination after that week close had a little bit of follow through on the downside 84 and a quarter is your pre-market low you turned around and you went to 16 and a quarter uh, backing off now mid-range, I know the Dow is not doing quite as well, but uh, S&Ps are holding up after that week close. Up seven points, and uh, we'll see what happens at mid-range on the session. That's right at 3,500. That's right near the close from yesterday, our second all-time highest close. Uh, crude, I might start stop talking about crude again. Here we are, up 50 cents and 43.11, just doing that 43. Sell the 43 strangle if you can afford it, or strap. Uh, gold up $19.10, trying to climb over 2000 which it did earlier in the session at 1997.70. Silver leading the charge on the upside, up 1.8% at 29.31. And then, not to be left out here, we have uh, Bitcoin uh, trading in the green here, right at 12000 right on the nose. So, up $165.00. For Bitcoin, another move. Let's bring in Triple D. Wow. Triple D, you called for Zoom 400. Did you get it? No, I'm 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 too dumb. I don't chase stocks. I need to get rid of the chasing rule and just chase things now. It was trading. I was talking to my buddy upright trading. It's trading 360. I was like, you know, we should just buy Zoom because it's going to 400. It's just what these stocks do. I mean, it was an awesome quarter. You know, it's going to 400, and. I didn't buy it. I tweeted it out. I was like, the road to 400 coming soon to a theater near you. Very and good. 
And about 13 minutes later, it hit 1400 or 400. I actually said to my buddy, you know, it's going to be 400 tomorrow. I didn't think it was going to happen in 15 minutes, but it did. It's 423 here this morning. I mean, why not go to 500? Why not go to 600? What's the matter? I mean, Tesla's the same story. Tesla here trading up another 11 points, up 2.3%. They did an offering. They announced an offering this morning. I don't think people realize that. $5 billion equity offering. Now, they don't have a date on it, but from time to time. Uh, announced dilution. Doesn't matter. We buy it anyways. I mean, I couldn't have been more wrong yesterday thinking that maybe post-split Tesla would show some weakness. Maybe post-split Apple would show some weakness. That's what the textbook told me. That was not the case. I tried to short Apple. I tried to short it a couple times. I didn't have the guts on Tesla. Tried to short it a couple times. I'm like, it's not working. So covered and turned around. And I'm like, I started buying tech longs because I'm like, this market's this stupid. Just going to keep rallying stocks for no reason whatsoever. You got to go with the flow. You can't fight the tape. I mean, that Tesla move yesterday has to be one of the most impressive post-split moves that have ever occurred to rally 16% after the stock splits. That's unbelievable. Whoever said Leon, Leon Cooperman saying, and I watched that video port and it was great, Leon Cooperman, splits don't add value. They're going to have to rewrite the textbook on this one because Tesla announced the split back when the stock was $300. It's now 510. That was literally 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 trading sessions ago. Stock is up, was at 70%. Splits apparently do add value. So rewrite your CFA curriculum, rewrite your hat here because splits apparently do add value. At least they do, they add market value. Dennis, the top will be when you see an actual new chapter in the CFA textbook, right? Just like uh, that's probably when, yeah, when they say so, they change the curriculum and they put the splits that actually do add value. It's unbelievable. I I cannot believe that that move yesterday and my jaw was just hitting you know the desk as it just kept going up. But you can't fight it. I mean, like I said, I tried to short Apple. I was absolutely wrong yesterday thinking that they could roll over. And I got short Apple right on the opening tick. And I'm like, it's not coming in. And it starts rallying. I'm like, okay, I got to exit the trade because I don't want to have a big loser on my hands. So I didn't even lose very much on it. But that's what you got to do. As traders, you have to be able to – you have your thesis – and it's all, you know, you dot your I's and cross your T's, you know, and I did. I was like, I've had this set up for a while. I really felt confident that Tesla and Apple would be weak post-split. I've even talked about it. I said they're going to be strong all the way to the split, and historically, stocks are weak afterwards. So I had my thesis. I had my setup. I had everything. Tesla, Apple, green in the pre-market. I had my setup, too. When it doesn't work out, when you don't get immediate gratification because you want to see weakness post-split, and you start seeing unbelievable strength, your thesis is wrong. And what do you do when your thesis is wrong? You get the hell out. So that's what I did on Apple, shorted Apple, turned around like, nope, thesis is wrong. I've got to cover it. Uh, I think, I don't know who it was. It might have been Big Bill D uh, in the chat yesterday. He was thinking about, you know, a little fade. You know, I, I, I think it was him. He was like, you know, it doesn't, you know, it works 80% of the time, right? So that means it doesn't work 20% of the time. But uh, they come out with this offering And today. Tesla never works. Just yeah, shorting Tesla, never works in Tesla. 
I think you just gotta. I think Stand you just short. gotta ride it in their earnings, right? I mean, and see you what. Care. They, I, I mean, what can you do? I don't know when in this party. Who knows when this party ends? It when a stock is di- this disconnected from the fundamental picture, price can go anywhere. This stock is completely disconnected from all fundamentals. What is it? How how high is it in market cap? It's in top ten, isn't it? This, I, I, it might be moved. It might be check. in top ten in it, the world. It, it's uh, it's. Uh, I think I saw it was number six. It's the sixth most valuable company in the world. Wrap your head around that. It's crazy, but you know what? It doesn't matter because this market is crazy. So you can't just come in here and say, oh, it's crazy. I'm going to short the stock. You get your head ripped off. It was crazy when Elon Musk said it was worth too much at $700 a share. And that was before the five for one split. The stock is up 300% since Elon, 400% maybe since Elon Musk said his stock was overvalued. It doesn't matter. A story, we keep saying this. Mitch has talked about it. We talk about it. A story is all that matters in, in, for forever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. It's not even in this market. When you have a hot story, fundamentals do not matter. When the story cools off, that's when fundamentals can start to matter. But at this time, one day fundamentals will matter on Tesla. But at this time, it doesn't matter at all. Same thing with Zoom. I mean, the fundamentals are, I mean, the Zoom's a firing on all cylinders, but the valuation's ridiculous. It doesn't matter though, because the story's hot. What story is hotter than Tesla and Zoom? Hard, hard um, to be bearish these stocks. If you the put Zoom of inside a Tesla, could that work? Holy uh, Joel, you can do a merger here, a little <laughs> M&A. We'll, we'll do our Zoom, or we have our autonomous cars, and we can have our Zoom, our Zoom call. We could do pre-market prep right now on Zoom, driving our Teslas around just for fun because the car will drive itself. That's a cool idea. All right, why don't you give the, uh, the Zoom numbers and the guidance? Yeah, so I want to compare what Zoom said yesterday to what they said in June. So in June, they gave guidance for uh, Q2, which was the, the quarter they reported on yesterday. So in June, they said in Q2, we're going to have uh, EPS of between 44 and 46 cents per share. That's what they said in June. Yesterday, they said, oh, actually, it was – wait, let me get the numbers up here. Um, actually, it was 92 cents. So uh, – we doubled our estimate, our own estimate from June. Sales in June, they said around $500 million. Yesterday, they said $663 million. Uh, guidance, same story, blew it away. What they said in June, just double it. Uh, double the EPS, sales, massive. Everything was a massive beat yesterday. EPS beat, sales beat for the quarter, for the year. It was all good in Zoom, all of it. I'm hard. Think about your own personal relationships. And I'm trying to think about somebody who hasn't used Zoom. This is like everybody is using Zoom now. I mean, especially when we're all in lockdown. I mean, we had Zoom calls going, personal level. I mean, the business level, obviously, we've we've used it on pre-market prep for a number of years. The software is awesome. It's really good. Do you have your own Zoom account, Dennis? Do I don't have, have a Zoom account. I do. No. I do. I ended up a Zoom account too. Yeah, yeah. Because Just paying uh, the money for fun. Yeah. Um, for full disclosure, and I'm glad that Lisa's not listening to this. She she asked me about buying this last week, and I said, "Just no. It's just too. It's gone too far. <laughs> too far. She, too you, fast. You're in trouble. 
Don't yeah. tell her where Zoom is. I hope she, she finds doesn't... out where Zoom is right now. Yeah. You might be like, you're in big trouble, Joel. You're going to be could, in the doghouse. I, if I could be, if I could cross the border, I'd be coming to visit you, Dennis. You're going to be in big trouble for this one. Yes, I know. You never know. argue with Lisa. Lisa is a trading genius. <laughs> we know this already. She's, you know, she's a medical genius. She's a trading genius. You do not argue with Lisa. She says, buy the stock. It doesn't matter what the value. Buy the stock because Lisa knows. You want to know what I Lisa should have her own show called Lisa Knows. Uh, so uh, do you want to hear my key number for uh, – or my, my key technical setup here in Zoom? Yes. Yeah. I'd love to hear this. If it, every t- it pulls back more than 12 points, $12, it might, it might go more. <laughs> Buy every $12 <laughs> pullback. Because this yes. is what it's done. Every time it's pulled back in the pre-market by 12 points, it's ran up again. No, so, this is that's the biggest pullback, Dennis. In a 120-point rally here, the biggest pullback was 12 points. That's the biggest one. So if it pulls back more than 12 <laughs> points, you have, you have some, some maybe to be concerned. But. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, and that was, I'm like, oh, so what's this pullback here? 410 to 398. And that was the after hours. That's it. That's it. That's the biggest pullback. So, uh, boy, oh, boy, it's great. It's easy to use. I mean, we can go on and on how Microsoft had YouTube and they missed the boat. Well, my, Microsoft and, had Skype. Yeah. YouTube. And they kicked us off there. And um, I don't know. I think Fire. The Teams is pretty good. I mean, yeah. I've heard great things about Teams. I've never used it. Maybe that's saying something in Teams itself. Is Teams is good. And it's like everything else in Microsoft where they, they sell all their stuff together, right? So the, the like enterprise packages include everything that they have to offer. And so that's always been my concern with companies like Slack and Zoom is when your entire business competes with one small facet of a company like Microsoft's. They they could if 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 they if they choose you know they they could just try to try to squash you and that's what they're trying to do with Slack uh, and maybe they do it with Zoom but right now Zoom is crushing it yeah for sure um, Kenny they eventually you know come and eat some of the Zoom's market share here yeah I think they can I mean Cisco with Web Access try their product just is I guess obviously not good enough here because they have did not do well even in the COVID times really with it it went up but not nearly as much obviously as Zoom has been doing. Zoom's hot. Don't short hot stories. Yeah. Rule number like on page 11. It's written on the whole page. Don't short a hot story. 434.39. That's your high. I'm sure that's not going to be the high of the day. I have no idea where the high of the day is going to be. But uh, if you're looking for a target on the upside right there, 434.49 is your pre-market high. And I wish I could find it in the chat here, but someone, uh, someone made a comment that they were going to uh, buy tech stocks that their mother uses, uh, Facebook, Walmart. That's a good, that's a good way to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, that would work. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the, uh, the simple trades. Logic. Simple, yeah. Logic Wait. pays. Logic yeah. pays the bills. I mean, Jason Rasden comes on here on Friday and talks about all the companies that Benzinga uses. You know, technology company. What is what is startup tech? What's new tech use? And those are the companies they want to buy. So, and that's the way this market works because all this market cares about is a story. We are in 1999. 
the party will end, but it could end. It could be, might be 1997. Maybe we've got years of this. And let's be honest, you know, you look at this and it isn't like every stock is just ripping and higher. And, you know, it's very selective. It is tech growth. It's not even all tech. It is just growth tech. That's all they want. I mean, today is just the poster child for what this market has been. You got the Qs up 1.1% and you have the IWM trading flat. You have stocks like Boeing in the red once again, American Airlines in the red once again. You have the banks, TLT trading in the red. Well, banks going down anyways. We don't even care. I always say how, you know, if the TLT is down, usually the banks are up. TLT is only down slightly, but banks are down anyways because what the hell do we want banks surrounded by small business? And with interest rates never going up because our Fed chairman is cool with inflation. I mean, there's so many reasons not to own banks. We own tech. Probably half my portfolio is tech. I wish it was 100% tech because the 50% that's not tech sucks. So at one point, does Zoom do a stock split? Oh, there you go. You, no, that's not even a joke. I'm, <laughs> there, you know, this, we've watched what has happened to Apple and Tesla. There's going to be some stock splits coming. I think CMG is going to do it. 13, 16. I mean, here's a stock. Its valuation's ridiculous too, but it doesn't matter. This is, you know, we talked about this at 1,200 and saying this is riding the split. It's now 1,300. Wish I would have bought it. I think they're going to do it. I think NVIDIA might do it. And I think NVIDIA is outperforming even, you know, it was outperforming AMD until yesterday. Um, but I think there's a reason because anything that's over four or $500 has a potential to split. I think Zoom very much could. You know, maybe they wait for next quarter. Maybe they announce it in the next quarter or they're going to do a split. Who knows? But that could happen. I mean, I wouldn't want to be short any stock. Any growth tech stocks that's trading four or 500 bucks over that, scary to short them because they announce a split overnight. The bloody thing will pop. It isn't going to pop like it did 10% with Tesla. It's going to pop like 20% overnight yeah. because people think like a split's worth like 50, 60, 70% now after watching Tesla theoretically it's worth nothing but it doesn't matter this market has value in it did you watch that portnoy video yesterday no i did not can we play his twitter video wait what did he say no it's just a funny video i retweeted it but leon cooperman was on cnbc in the morning saying splits don't add value right so you know he had to obviously make fun of that and he has he has like uh you know uh he, he's got Leon Cooperman. He takes a little clip of that and he throws some music over top of it. And then they got Dave Portnoy dancing around doing cartwheels with money all falling down. Oh, there we go. Giving Elon Musk a high five. Can we play it? Are we okay to play it? Or is he going to sue I, us? Uh, yeah, let's, let's keep it. public? Uh, I don't know. It's right. funny. We don't want to get any. No, no, it, no, we, no, got, we got in trouble for paying the, uh, playing the hot potato song. Spencer won't let us do hot potato Spencer's anymore. Spencer's thinking about playing it. No, it's the producer's I'm, call. I'm going to play it. Here we go. Oh, yeah, let's no, play it. It's go. funny. My phone's ringing. It's the uh, LGC. No, we're going to play the Portnoy video. It's yeah, fine. We're going to get in trouble. Uh, well, if Barstool Sports sues us here. No, we're giving Dave Portnoy props. Here we go. Everybody, everybody understands that split doesn't create value. I'll do it. I'll do 
You know what's also beautiful about it? You know, the splits, gymnastics, you know, brought that right in there. there, there that's hilarious. That, is that was cool. really good. Dave, that's one of your best videos ever. That's that's awesome. Props to the interview you made that. <laughs> we, gotta get, we, we actually have to discuss getting Portnoy on the show. We might reach out again here. <laughs> we, we, we've reached out a couple times. Uh, yeah, we reached out. We actually had a pretty good conversation. So yeah. not with Dave, but with his, <laughs> with his agent. <laughs> we can't get to Dave yet. But. <laughs> you know what the uh, problem is? CNBC likes to get these exclusives on these people. Oh, yeah, they, that's trouble exactly getting it away. what they do. That's exactly they do, they what do. they do. On the big names, they get they like, and it's hard to get them. And then they're like the the people like some of the people we deal with that we have on the on the show they're like so nice that they don't want to tell us that you know CNBC <laughs> has locked them up but that's okay we come up with we can come up with our own guests I mean who else has Bill Santiago on their show Yeah we got some good ones right, too uh, I I want to go to Walmart here Gordon I was just on the show ten seconds ago <laughs> Yeah there you go uh, can we go to Walmart here? They are blasting off here in the pre-market. The Walmart Plus, their answer to Amazon Prime is live, I guess. The pullback was for one hour yesterday yep. morning. Go, I sorry I over I talk over you all the time, but I'll yeah, apologize for this one. All right, go ahead. No, yeah, that that was it. I mean, it's it's unlimited uh free delivery from stores, discounts on gasoline. Um, I'm sorry. It will be available September 15th. They announced today that September 15th is is the launch. I thought I could get this in the low 130s. I said I'd be a buyer. I was dreaming. You just had to buy it. Yeah, buy the dip on the companies that are going up. You just don't even hesitate. You just got to buy the dip because if you don't, it just takes off without you. So uh, Walmart's now 142. Stock's hot again. They're going to TikTok it up. They're going to deliver it up. What are they not doing? Firing on all cylinders. The valuation is reasonable. I will say it's not cheap. But it's reasonable. Why not 150, Joel? Why not? Well, tell me why it's not going to 150. Today? Not today. It's Walmart. Okay. Oh yeah. Why do you well, always what about make the day me it went get up there today? Bucks? Well, it's not. What about this 10. day? It's not what going about... ten bucks today. Okay. What... Just like last night, I thought, okay, well, Zoom's going to be 400 tomorrow. I didn't think it was going to be 413 minutes when it was at 360. Now it's 440. The road to 500 in Zoom. Uh, anyway, I just brought it up again because it was 427 we were talking about. It was 440. It's on its way to 500. I don't even think 500 is a magnet for this thing now. I don't. I don't like chasing stocks, but holy mackerel, chasing is winning in that one. Uh, I'll also say about uh, Walmart here, 143 pre-market high. That's all I can say. I don't know if there's any paper there. Uh, a three and a half buck move is pretty big for this in the pre-market. So maybe you get some paper holding you down, 141 and a half, 142. This will sell off a little bit. I just don't know. What's the top of yesterday's range? Oh, man, that's a long ways away. The top of yesterday's range is 141.07. So... Ah, good Stocks luck. No, excuse making me, 138.89. Yeah, I, where are you going to get this thing back? 140 if you're lucky? Don't short stocks making new all-time highs. Not in this market. Next. Can I I, I want to read here. Uh, Carl Quintanilla just tweeted an, excerpt, tweeted an excerpt from Goldman's note on Zoom this morning. They, they upgraded the stock to neutral. Here's what Goldman said about it. They were at sell on it? Neutral. Well, no, but they upgraded yeah. it to neutral. Yes. So that means oh. they were at underweight or sell. So, so here's what Goldman said. Our view on the limits of, to Zoom's valuation have been incorrect. While it is hard for us to suggest room for upside, we nonetheless feel it prudent to move to the sidelines as the duration of the work from home benefit remains an unknown. So they're just like, all right, we're out. Like, yeah. we're going to admit we'll when you're wrong. Yep. <laughs> That's good. Analysts don't want to ever do that. Admit when you're wrong. 
As a trader, I just admitted I was wrong yesterday. I thought this would be a weak post split. I was dead wrong. Got to admit when you're wrong because it saves you money. We're not going to be right all the time. Yeah, that's that's the truth. All right. Yeah. Um, there is this analyst here. Speaking of analysts here, oh, yeah. and sure. there are so many notes that are just ridiculously bullish. I mean, go to go, let's go to Wedbush and Square because Square is blasting off to a new all-time high here this morning, and Wedbush has got a bull scenario, and it's mind-boggling. Bull case of two hundred two fifty to three hundred dollars a share. In so they're saying it's going to double again. Um. It's it's up five bucks on this. The stock's breaking out to new all-time highs. Yeah, valuation. None of this makes sense anymore. It doesn't matter. It's you know we're moving away from cash, and you know there's another payment process that you know allows small business, even though small business is getting killed, to not you know to get away from physical cash. So the story is intact. The story is still hot. Wedbush giving it a push. It's breaking out. I don't breaking like chasing out. stocks, Joel. I. I don't want to say chase this stock, but I might try to buy this on the open because this is something that could go up 15 bucks on this. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, you busted out. At I don't want to be short at this a 164 or 60. This story no. is just too hot. This you is, be- you got to be careful. This story, these stories can all, they're all going to cool off together when they cool off, but this is breaking out. This is a breakout. This yeah, spiritual at, looks awesome. After consolidation too. Look at that. That's yeah, pretty, you're, pretty you're in consolidation station. Now you get an analyst coming out with a ridiculous target. The market loves that. Probably get a mention on CNBC, say Wedbush, and they say 250 to 300. Everybody's like, oh, it's only 164. Here, I can double my money. I mean, that's how people think. And then they just buy the shit out of it. I thought we could say that. Jason said we no, could say that no, one on the show. No, no, no. There's kids that watch this You want to find a funny story? <laughs> Sure. So I might cuss it one more time here in the story, but I'm sitting with, at my parents' house about a month ago, and I was sitting on I said I'm sitting on like a, um, I don't know some type of you know chair or whatever, and I like I lose my balance for a second, and my boy, so my dad's sitting there, and my boy, my five year old boy's sitting there, and I lose my balance for a second. I go oh shit, and then I was like, and my, the five year old boy sitting beside me, and he looks at me, and goes, what's shit? <laughs> and i'm like i completely ignore it i'm just like i'm not gonna acknowledge it he says it again what's shit dad what's shit i'm like my dad comes in with the save he goes ship he said ship like a ship that sails in the ocean he's been there before and the kid and the kid then spencer was fine and he's just like he's like oh okay yeah well, okay i get that and we didn't have a problem with it i was like oh my god i just taught my five-year-old S H I T. Dad with the save. Yeah, you were you were kind of late on that. <laughs> I, I was I didn't know what to do. I was like deer caught in the headlights. I'm like I'm in I'm in so much trouble here. Laura's gonna kill me. The boy's gonna be saying shit every day now. <laughs> you got I got the three year old. The worst word in her vocabulary is poopy. So when she's mad, she's like you poopy poopy pants. You poopy pants. You know what? It got to a point in my family. I just figured I'd teach my kids how to cuss correctly. Uh, I just want to say one thing about all you square lovers out there and full disclosure, no position in the stock. But uh, what about the guy that made that overstock call? Remember him? A new technology. What was it? Spencer, find it for me. The guy, he he made uh, that. And I'm not. Did he top ticket? Yeah, pretty close. Was it Cantor? Uh, Who was it? Was it Cantor? Well, no, it was Piper. No, it was Piper. Piper, yep. Yep, it was yeah. this big green bar right here. Yep, yep. Piper top ticked this, eh? Yeah, yep. 
Yep. I think... we, we have a lot of people asking about this stock, Joel. Give me your technical thoughts. Oh, boy, this is so hard. What do you – I mean, a retracement is, you know – this hasn't even begun to retrace yet. What you're trading up a buck eighty in the pre-market? I guess you got a parallels in the same area if you are brave. Uh, eighty-five, sixty-eight, eighty-five, fifty-one. Let's call it eighty-five and a half. What was the low in yesterday's session? Eighty-five. So hey, if you're trying to you know step in front of a, a freight train here, eighty-five is a really really good level. I think you might thicken up here between eighty and eighty-five because you see another low in eighty-one sixty. So, but if you want to talk fifty percent, I mean, I don't, even, I don't even know where to draw the fifty percent retracement from. I mean, no, no it's tough. This, so, this like stock 85. in March. On the March low was two dollars and fifty three cents. There's got to be no stock that has been a better performer than Overstock. Unbelievable, obviously benefiting from online shopping. Probably got way overdone, but what hasn't got way overdone? The story has cooled off. I'm not going to say it's broken. It has just cooled off. I would say I want to wait and see some consolidation, and I want to see it stop going down. You know, because yeah, a dollar and a half pop you know, for one day is not stop going down. This has been very weak here for the last six sessions. I want to see it stop going down. Go down I do first. like buying strong stocks and pullbacks. So it fits that bill, but I want to see it stop going down before I strike. Um, and then give yourself, you know, an out. Maybe it's going to be 85. Joel identified a pretty good level. You did have those it double bottoms be. there. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it sets up not bad there. But it's still it's yeah, high risk stock. I'd like to see it. it like hold it, make sure you hold it for a day or two, right. start reversing and start showing some life, and then maybe a blast off again. Let's consolidate for a little bit. What but if you're long at five bucks? Do you care about it. hitting a bid at 85 if you're long at five bucks? You know, if you're long at seven bucks, I mean, the, the big, I will say the volume is still pretty good on the downside. That big down day, 12 and a half million, then it lightened up a little bit. You know, people are like, okay, it's going to bounce back over a hundred. It did short lived nine million yesterday. Uh, just, it's funny because um, uh, our dog, Perry, getting old, just ripping up our bedspread, just tearing it to pieces so lisa's like hey i'm gonna get a new one i'm like okay yeah so she orders it online and i'm like i'm like wow i go that's not bad looking how, how much was it and she's like 75 bucks i'm like 75 bucks i go where did you get that overstock.com and she goes yeah <laughs> some cheap uh, stuff there and the pillowcases were the wrong size but they sent it to us for free they replaced the pillowcases so I have nothing bad to say about overstock.com. S&P still up eight and a quarter here, oh, seven and a quarter. I know the Dow is like doing funky things today, but who cares about the Dow? The S&Ps are up eight. Well, it's because they took so much Apple out of it. Poor, yeah. you know, it's not their fault, obviously. The stock split, but Apple was leading the Dow. Now you don't have that leadership there. Apple's up three bucks. I'm not as good for the Dow as it would have been last week. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Price waiting problems. I want to do some more ratings before we get to our guest in a yeah, few minutes. Yeah, let's do minutes. it. We mentioned, we mentioned Square. Uh, Zoom, as you would expect, has a number of upgrades today. Nothing to see there, really. Uh, Qualcomm, this is notable, I think. Qualcomm upgraded at, Morgan, at Wells Fargo today uh, to neutral, giving it a 120 price target. And a pair of upgrades to Bloomin' Brands, Raymond James and Deutsche Bank, both going to buy on BLMN. 
Uh, that's the owner of Outback Steakhouse. Outback Steakhouse. It's a good steak. It's yeah. a good steak. I've eaten Outback Steakhouse. There was one in Windsor for like three or four years, and I used to eat there quite a bit. And I was like, it's a darn good steak. I was worried about it for the last couple of years because it wasn't very busy, and then obviously it shut down. But it was a good steak. I like those Outback Steakhouses. Market, it's been coming back. I mean, sit down. Short, short to you, Dennis. I mean, if you want a steak, go to Costco and get Costco. You, know, you haven't had Costco. You haven't had Costco steaks. I don't think so. You Probably. And you know what? Full disclosure here. And a buddy of mine who used to work, I'm not going to mention his name. He used to work for a really high end meat, uh, you know, uh, for restaurants, you know, servicing, you know, providing meats. And he said that when he came up short on an order, go to Costco, he'd go to Costco and get the meat. And people never said a word. I'm telling you, it's just, you know, Bloomin' Brands trading up. Hard to get excited about any restaurant stock if you want. If you want to target on t- trading up 82 cents, probably on like nil volume, 15 and a half if you want to, if you want to target on this one. I, I'm just, but I'm, I'm not touching this one. And then uh, I want to go back to Zoom update. We're 458 now. I did. I said, I said 434 wasn't going to be the high. Uh, the, the road day. to 500. This is going to 500 today. 500, 500. I, I, it's just unbelievable. It's how this market rolls. I don't see why not. This might be, maybe it's going to be the blow off top today, but no. whatever. This thing is so hot right now. This 40%. was $300 yesterday morning. It's going to be up 60% in, or 66%, I guess that is. Uh, $456. I mean, every $12 pullback, Joel says buy it. I don't know if you're going to get it to 12 point pullback here, but the road to 500 has a couple 12-point pullbacks in it. I guess you got to jump in those. How could you program that one, huh? We're going to come back to it in 10 minutes. It's going to be 470. Then we're going to come back to it by the end of the show. It's going to be like 486. And by the open, it's going to be 500. And, uh, That's how it's crazy this market is. Spencer, we talked about the straddle on this thing. Some people are getting – Oh. Yeah, it wasn't very much. How much was the straddle? No, n- not – it was thirty not bucks, what, wasn't what, it? Yeah, not what happened. It's not 30. enough. It's the answer. Oh. They're Travel out there writers buying stuff, hiding under their desks. <laughs> kind of like when you did that apple straddle. Oh, did I do that one wrong? <laughs> That's what turned me off of straddles forever. You know what else is the options? This is why I'm an equities trader. This AMD. I'm looking at these options. I put this thing on the 80 to 100, and the stock it's... was 79 bucks. I'm like, I'm going to play this a different way. I'm going to Buy the 80 call and sell the 100 call for January and, and try to play it this way. I put it on for six bucks. Do you know what it's going for? 11. Like 850. <laughs> so the stock ran 10 bucks, $11. My options up $2.50. I was like, this is just terrible way to play stocks. Back to equity trading. Not doing this stock. Is it really an eight? Is it really? Spreads. Dennis? Yes, I'm gonna. I don't have it up here, right? Yes, it is. After Look yesterday, after yesterday, I know. I can't understand it. I was like, "Is it not open? Maybe it's just ill liquid, and it's just not trading." I hardly look at it. It's in the side account, so I, it's like got to be more than that. I gotta go look. Maybe I'm I, wrong. Why you do that? It wasn't. It was. I was. I was ticked off. It was not performing. So let's go look at the what they closed at. We'll look at the well, closing Well, you you prices. want a lunch for me on it? You want a lunch for me? Uh, that was better than. That's more money than I made in this options. <laughs> Stock goes up 10%. Right, I mean, nothing. Well, okay, well, I'm going to January. I want to price this out. Seriously. 
Okay, January but, the close. Yeah, I have the eighty calls. The eighty calls are going for nineteen bucks. Thank you for listening to me. <laughs> okay, go with the guest. I'll price it out after. Right, thank you, Jonathan Corpina is a senior managing partner at Meridian Equity Partners. Jonathan, good morning. Oh wait, I think he. Uh, wait a minute. You got sick of hearing about Dennis's options, I got, Fred. Yeah. I got uh, his phone. There we go. Jonathan, hey guys, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Um, how do you feel about options versus stocks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We just heard my complaining. I, I, I heard the last three minutes of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you two guys figure that one out. It was pretty entertaining. <laughs> All right. So, what is your take? I mean, at some point, some of these stocks have to go down eventually, right? They do. Um, kind of a, a real crazy time that we're in right now, right? I mean, go back to um, you know the beginning of the year and the, the hot headlines in in December and January. We're talking about U.S.-China relations and getting a deal done and looking way, way, way down the road to a to a uh, election. And now, clearly, that whole thing has changed. Our markets imploded and have rebounded to a level um, back to where we started off uh, this this decline. And I think everybody across the board is really concerned and confused as to which way this market is going to trend, right? Our economy has opened up very slowly. We've gone from watching COVID numbers on a daily basis to not particularly paying attention to them and not particularly having them become market movers. Um, and, and we're all kind of using the COVID excuse um, for companies that, you know, have, have suffered and what the new world is going to look like for them. And we're getting, you know, days and days, we're getting closer and closer to this election where, um, you know, kind of reminiscent of 2016, the market thinks one thing, um, the polls say another thing, and you know when you when you talk to people and what they want the outcome to be, it, it's it's somewhat all over the place. So kind of a confusing time. But to get back to your to your question, um, you know, yes, these 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 stocks have built in um, a, a really frothy number to them. We've had tremendous returns from our March lows to where we are now. And at some point, we're going to have to see some sort of pullback. But that pullback, we have to keep things into perspective, right? Where do we come from? Where have we been? Um, you know, when we were down, you know, in March 23rd lows or whatever that, you know, on or around those dates there, um, I think you, you, were, you would have signed a piece of paper that said, listen, if we close the year down, you know, 10%, 15%, you know, you, you'd be okay with that considering where we've been. So as we get to high levels here, um, I, I think a pullback will be warranted, but it should not be considered part of a panic. We're going to have to really get through the next few months of our normal economic calendar or normal earnings seasons, which really aren't normal anymore. Um, you know, everything, all the earnings reports are all based off of COVID. But the election is going to play, I think, a major role in, in market mentality, psychology moving forward. So. So, Jonathan, what is the sentiment either on the floor of the exchange or among your clients just about where we're at right now? Are people incredulous? Are, are they just closing their eyes and riding the wave? Are, are they jumping at the chance to maybe get shorter? I mean, what is the yeah. sentiment? I, you know, at, at this point, the conversations are exactly like the conversations you and I are having right now. Like, why is this market continuing to go up? How can it continue to go up? Um, what is going to be the catalyst to turn it? 
oh, but by the way, I need to be part of this market because as it continues to move higher and higher, um, if you're not part of it, especially as a fund manager, and you're, you know, you're benchmarked against uh, you know, market performance, yeah. then you know, you're, go- you're going to be left way behind. And, and you know, S&P has broken through levels. We've watched this thing make, make tremendous strides to the upside. And, and to watch this continue, you have to be nervous um, as to what the next shoe is going to be that's going to move things. We've clearly seen you know, individual stocks with tremendous moves, Apple, Tesla, Amazon, um, you know, splits in the headlines. This is, just an, this is just an environment that none of us are, are, are used to. So you know, how, do you, how do you navigate through this? I, I think you have to um, continue to go back to your basics and fundamentals of, you know, you cannot fight this trend at this point. Anybody who's been short this market or anytime the market has turned over the last, four, you know, four months um, to the downside, it's rebounded very quickly and has, has advanced higher from there. So you can't fight the trend at this point. I think you have to continue to participate but you need to be very, very aware that this market can turn and probably will turn on a short-term basis in between now and the election. The election. We're on the line with Jonathan Corpino, Senior Managing Partner at Meridian Equity Partners. I mean, when we talk about, you know, order flow and institutional order flow and stuff, I mean, it's, I mean, you can see, at least for New York stocks, and really in some of the heavily traded NASDAQ stocks, uh, you know, you can see the institutional, on the downside, you can see the institutional accumulation, you know, where they're backing up the truck for a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and maybe even two months. But I, I mean, I'm hard pressed to find this anywhere on, you know, on the upside. I mean, are, they, are these guys just maybe so underinvested in some assets that they're just trying to hold on to what we have? I mean, just looking at the order flow here, I see nothing that, you know, that says, okay, the, the big boys think this is the top. Uh, can you comment on that? Yeah, you know, the, the word that comes to mind is conviction. And, and there, there really is no conviction when you see the markets move and the markets swing. And, and from an institutional basis, what we're seeing, it, it's more like maintenance trading, right? There have positions. They might be adding very lightly to it. They might be subtracting very lightly from that position. Maintenance portfolio. Other than that, I don't wow. see or we have not seen, um, you know, major stand, somebody stand up and say, you know, this is my level here, I'm getting in. This is my level there, I'm getting out. Because if you were trying to get in, uh, you were able to get some done, but the market ran up away from you. And if you were trying to get out, well, those were the bad sales because that market continued to move higher. So the, the, the conviction trade really isn't there at this point. And there are so many things on that list that people can convince themselves why they should be in this market, but can't be fully in this market because of COVID, because of China, because of we saw headlines of um, uh, uh, U.S.-Russia relations getting, you know, continual tension there. We've got elections that are coming up. Is there going to be a debate? Is there not going to be a debate? Is that going to be a pivotal point in these polls? And then once again, go back to 2016, the market thought that Hillary Clinton was going to win. They were pricing in a Democratic victory and ba- very basic fundamentals. If she wins, the market goes up. If she loses, the market goes down. Everybody was wrong in 2016, and I think that was a lesson and experience that people are going to translate into 2020. This election can go either way at this point. The polls are leaning towards Biden, but I would say they're more all, all over the place, depending yeah, who you 
yeah, who you who you look and who who you liked, what what results you're looking for, you'll find that poll. Um, but and I think that's going to continue for quite some time here. So that being said. There's no clear front runner, and there's no basic equation. Democrat goes up, Republican goes down, or vice versa. So what are people going to do? They're going to just keep their toes in the water very, very lightly until we see some real um, you know, directional movement in the market. And once again, we were down the March lows. To get to where we are today, no one would have ever thought that we would be where we are today right now. So people might be also looking at it as like you know, wiping the sweat off their head saying, Thank God I got back here. Um, you know, let me let me just try to let me just try to play nice for a little while and protect as much as I can. Uh, just also, I know it's hard to talk about individual stocks, but talking uh, talking sectors here. I mean, buying the laggards or buying something that hasn't taken off yet really hasn't been uh, the recipe for success in this market. A lot of people keep asking about the financials here. Is there any train that hasn't left the station that? you know, that maybe a sector wise here uh, that you'd be yeah. looking at? Yeah. You know, I think, um, you know, funny, I was, I was walking down the street in New York city um, yesterday and just looking at all the building that's still going on and all the, all the construction. And, you know, I, I kind of just said in my mind, you know, no one, no one wants to be in New York now. No one's going to be coming back to work in New York for a long time. Um, but, you know, what is New York going to look like five years, 10 yeah, years, 15 years from now? And if you're willing to, you know, if you're willing to bite the bullet and, and get that, you know, that knot in your stomach, um, you know, the REITs have clearly been knocked around. And the outlook in a in a short term basis is not that clear and not that positive. So if you're able if you're able to to weather that storm, that's clearly an area um, that will come back. I don't know when. I do think it's going <laughs> to certainly take a long time to get back there. Um, and then you know, energy energy sector has been beat up across the board, down significant percentage. Uh, you know, month to date. You know, year to date. That's one that's that's been lagging. But to get to what you said before, you know, the train has left the station in so many different. Different um, sectors and so many different individual stocks. Yet they continue to go higher and higher. We, you know, Apple after the split has moved higher. Um, uh, Tesla after the split clearly has moved higher. Amazon continues to move um, in a direction where they're taking over the world. So, um, you know, yes, the train has left the station, but that doesn't mean that there's some stops along the way. I'm so glad. I just want to say sorry. I'm, I'm supposed to read the the, the other the Slack chat, and then I wouldn't be talking over you, but. Um, <laughs> I've been trained 20 years and I've always like preached on this show for the last six years or seven years since we've been doing it. And I've always done it in my own trading. I don't like chasing stocks. I don't like chasing moves, but in this market, it has paid to chase stocks. Um, it, you know, you just see, and it's the same stocks. Like, I mean, we can say how strong the market is and yes, the S and P's are strong, but it's selective. I mean, it has been growth tech leading the charge. Even old tech, you think about like Cisco and Intel. And, you know, there's, there's a number of, you know, tech stocks, Western Digital, that have just continued to underperform some of the, the chips even, but and besides NVIDIA. But, I mean, how do you look at this market and, you know, not chase it? You, you have to chase it, unfortunately, right? Because if you, if you don't chase it and if you don't keep your toe in the water – you've missed 
you've missed so many opportunities that are out there. So what does that mean, right, chasing the market? That doesn't mean that you're totally uh, changing your portfolio, the weight of your portfolio and, and your, you know, your, your, your cash positions, you're putting all into the market. That doesn't, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about companies and positions that you've had, that you like, that if they've been lagging behind, you can continue to add to those positions. This is on a longer-term basis. On a short-term basis, you're going to have to weather that storm because some of these stocks that have been lagging behind and ones in the chip sector that have exposure to China and that open-ended debate and, and scenario that, that continues to go on, those are going to have some headwinds um, clearly for the next few months. And I don't think we're going to see any real major geopolitical moves until this election is over. Um, so, you know, ch chasing the market, Chasing the market means to me that, you know, you, you, you've been in cash, you, you want to get into this market, and is, is now the right time. You know, that, that you certainly missed. But if you've been in this market and you've got some long positions and they're companies that have been, you know, maybe not performing as well, they are going to catch up. It's just a question of timing and whether you whether you're, have the ability to, to weather that storm. All right, Jonathan Corpina is the Senior Managing Partner at Meridian Equity Partners, joins us periodically on the show. Jonathan, thanks so much for the time. Stay safe. Uh, gentlemen, have a great day. Thanks for your time. All right. A uh, couple more on the analyst train from this morning, uh, Roku and Penn. Uh, Penn. Penn got some commentary from Craig Hallam. They said that PNN could uh, be worth as much as $200 a share in wow. a few years. And then Roku got some positive commentary from, from Needham this morning. Close. I had, I had pen written down on my paper to buy it today. Mm. Um, that I wrote it down last night. Okay, good. So chase it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just it. It's like, come on. You know, I wanted to buy this stock here in my long-term portfolio near, you know, the open. I figured, you know, fifty-one ten is an, a decent enough pullback here. The Portnoy story is still hot. This, you know, online gambling story isn't going away. And now it's up $2.50. Like, come on. Wait, wait but uh, can I ask you a question? If, if you really are buying this thing in your quote unquote long term portfolio, what is $2 really? I like the best price. <laughs> I like the best possible price. $2 means a lot. I'll negotiate on everything and I want the best possible price. It means everything. Okay. The $2 is like, come on. I was like, hey, Craig Hallam, why couldn't you put that out tomorrow? I literally, it's right here. It's on my sheet of paper. Buy pen. PNN. I was going to put it in. It's 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 got exclamation marks all over it. I wrote this last night before the Craig Hallam note, and now Craig Hallam comes out with the two hundred dollar price target. Is like, why didn't you do that tomorrow? I'd already be up four percent and laughing right now. So, anyways, I do want to buy Pen. I hate paying up two dollars and fifty cents because some analyst comes out with a ridiculous target on it. But I like the story. I mean, I think the the gaming story is not going away. The Portnoy story in in itself is still hot. We've talked about this back in the 30s, and I didn't buy it, and I talked about it saying, you know, there is that difference between DraftKings and Penn Gaming. DraftKings trading with a crazy valuation, and Penn Gaming is reasonable, the valuation. They have other I don't know what they're they, have it, 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 they have operations, which is, you know, obviously physical operations, which maybe are hurting a bit. But still, I, I like the Penn story. All right, S&P still up uh, nine points here, 3,508. Uh, Tesla did... Did go red there, uh, just just for a moment here, and uh, so I keep an eye on uh, that close here. If you're looking at it, they are, you know, they are having a little bit of uh, of selling with the the dilution. But I mean, five billion. I mean, come on, really? Like, how much is that? 
and compared to its total market cap. So sold off. Let's keep an eye on that all-time closing high from yesterday in Tesla. And that comes in at, uh, what was that high for that close from yesterday? 498.32. Where'd we dip to? Well, we got a little bit lower than that. But if you're trading a $500 stock, you got to use a little bit more than three, four, five points, eight, ten points. It's the offering. The stock was at That's 535 it. and the offering came out. I shorted the stock at 522. It's trying to short Tesla again or 520 or something. It went down like five on that first bar. It went down like 512 and popped all the way back to 520. And then I'm sitting there looking at it and I was like, I just can't stomach being short Tesla and it's not selling off enough. So then I covered it and then I tweeted about it afterwards. I don't like tweeting about it when I'm in them, but um, you know, on short term trades, but um, unbelievable that obviously Tesla was holding up and still holding green. I mean, you did an offering today where you announced a potential offering of 5 billion. Now 5 billion is pretty small in the big scheme of things for Tesla. So it's not like this is like a 10% dilutive move here, but it's a smart move. Why not raise cash? People oh, are going to yeah. play ridiculous prices for your stock. Raise some cash. Cause you know, you're going to need it. You're going to need it for a rainy day. I mean, you can talk about the company firing on all cylinders, and yeah, it's doing pretty good, but it's not like Zoom. That is really fine. The, the fundamental story in Tesla is not nearly as good as the fundamental story in Zoom. Zoom is as good as it gets. Tesla still has room for improvement on the fundamental story. We know that. So, But the room, everybody thinks it's going to be there eventually. Maybe it is, but... Uh, unbelievable let's, that's uh, green on a day does an offering you don't see that yeah. very often uh let's talk about a stock we haven't talked about in a long time go go yeah i was gonna go to the chat and that was the first one that was on the chat wake me up before you go go now was mentioned in the chat and it was on our list here so go go who's saying that um oh who's saying that song what what it was I up before I you go go remember don't leave me hanging there like a yo-yo right so anyway go go is selling their selling their commercial aviation unit to a bankrupt company intelsat i-n-t-e-q is the ticker they are bankrupt they are in bankruptcy court right now and they are spending 400 million dollars wham wham wow gosh we got a brilliant chat Chat nick damoth what a what a brilliant chat anyways Uh, i'm sorry how we digress a bankrupt company is spending 400 million dollars to buy gogo's commercial aviation unit uh so after this gogo is just going to be in the business of uh private uh air travel and 5g is what the release said so i guess no more gogo wireless on your delta so they're getting into 5g i'm surprised they didn't get into our covid vaccines (laughs) right Anyway, so it's up 25%. It's a good lift for this company that's trying to reinvent itself. I mean, there is major resistance up near the $7 area. I don't know where it got to in the pre-market, but I can tell you if I look at the chart, the longer term, 7 bucks is huge for this. That's going to be a brick wall to try to get through there. I don't think it does it, but this retail market that it is, I mean, Robinhood gets a hold of this stock and decides (laughs) that this is going to be the stock. You never know. But I'm not buying. I'm not chasing this one. I was talking about chasing stocks. I'm not chasing this one. Yeah, we. Yeah, right there is. Uh, yeah, on the monthlies there. I'm not talking daily. I'm talking monthly resistance. Uh, you got right up there uh, in the pre-market trading. You got almost to seven dollars. Let's move that line up a little bit more. You got to six eighty-nine. That's exactly what my line is showing there. So who knows? Momentum, right? And this is. Uh, it, it was kind of perking up though. Look at the move that this thing's had a nice move on the yeah, dailies. Hmm. 
So maybe that, this was rumored. I don't follow that. the. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I'm a smart man, but I do not oh, follow yes, the go go yes. story. So I'll tell you. They announced in their earnings report that they were they were shopping this unit. They were trying to sell it. So, oh really? So, so this news was out. There. Okay, so this wasn't like wink wink Kodak style. No, 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 no. All right. Speaking of Kodak, my oh yeah, bring it Kodak. Up. They got Come an insider buying some stock. Speaking this of stock. Kodak. <laughs> It's up. It's up seventy three percent this morning. It's a yeah. big pop for it. Passive stake five point two percent stake by D E Shaw. Somebody invested in Kodak. Somebody gave it a vote of confidence. Somebody's giving it some life this morning. Somebody would be selling if they owned it, and that somebody would be me. So I'm not a fan of chasing this ten, this seventy percent move up here at all. I think all rallies in Kodak to be sold. Until this is guilty until proven innocent, and I think it's very guilty. Uh, it's just, uh, oh, I mean, there's just so much stock to work through here. I mean, you could pick, uh, you could pick. Everybody got murdered. Yeah, yeah. Blood could, in the streets all over this. People yeah. are gonna come in after the open, and they're gonna slam it. I think. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, you might get you might get some momentum, but if you talk about overhead supply. Uh, this is the stock. Closes under nine bucks today. Want to do the bet? Closes under nine. Where's it at right now? Ten fifteen. It might go to fifteen. Like it's silly right now. It's in silly town. It's just rallying straight up. So here. You know I am what? I'll fade you. Oh. I, I'm down to lunch. I'll there fade you. Closes under you. nine. Okay. I'm with Joel. No, I'm with Joel on this one. I'm nine oh one. You're, you're both bullish. Let, let the double my, lunch. Let me call my broker. I'm okay, just I'll do it. I'll do. It. I'll take you both on for a lunch, and then when COVID and I can actually cross the border, <laughs> and we're again, never going to see you I'll drive over there and buy you guys a lunch. Although Joel owes me like ten lunches, so I'll probably just you know say it's Joel I'll pay for a lunch or pay for Spencer because I owe Spencer a lunch. So I'm saying close under nine bucks. That's an edge. Is... I gave you guys a huge edge. Yeah. Spencer, hey, Spencer. Spencer's all over that edge. I'll, I'll take that bet. He's a huge edge. <laughs> I should have said 10. I should have said closes under 10. Oh, I gave too much of an edge up. All right. Anyways. Spencer's, been, like going down to, Spencer's been going down to the office every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, down yeah he's back yeah, he's, in he's Motown. He's running that show down there by himself. Well, Actually, he's, he's I'm running the show, Dennis. You. Dennis, I've been running the oh, show yeah, the last couple days. Because Spencer's taking another vacation. Yeah. Is uh, PJ Williams how just tipped him nineteen ninety nine? I don't know. We I don't get any to, vacation time. We're gonna have to talk to Raz tomorrow about this. I get no Spencer vacation time. Vacation all the time. Dennis, Jeez. aren't you self-employed? <laughs> oh, Benzinga. All right. <laughs> Dennis doesn't. Dennis Dennis doesn't leave his basement. So there you yeah. go. His vacation is going. I'm not even in. The, I'm at the what? cottage. So I'm not even in the oh. basement. Right. So now. you're at your vacation house. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Permanent yeah. vacation. Boozer leaking. What are you? What are you doing over there, Dennis? Tesla went red. It spooked everybody. Yeah. It's back to green, but it went red for a minute, so it spooked people. What do you think and about Zoom, this? Zoom has stopped going up. Did we get a twelve point pullback in Zoom? I don't know. Let me look. Look, 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 look. Do we have the twelve point pullback? What was the high? Or I, I can't bring myself to chase it. Yeah, I, I, it's up one hundred twenty-five. I, will... I joke, but you know what? I do think it's going to five hundred. I don't know if it's doing it today. There's your but... twelve-point pullback, folks. Oh man, we should strike. <laughs> the road to five hundred has a few twelve-point pullbacks in it, and this is the one. But I can't bring myself to do it. There you go, four sixty-four, like four forty-eight. Now I'm 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 out I'm out on that because no. you know what changed There's on a little... percentage basis. It changed on. A... <laughs> I changed yeah. on a percentage basis. Kodak 985 leaking. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> you could be in trouble. 
Dennis, what did you think about that action no, at the I, end I of the day yesterday? Up here at the cottage. Dennis, listen to me. What what did you think about the action at the end of the day yesterday? Oh, and, and it was crazy. End of, end of the month. We didn't even talk about that. SPY. Bring that up. End of the month. Just decided, let's just puke. Let's just puke tw- two points or 20 S&P handles. Puke 20 handles in the last, like, five minutes. There were some big moves end of the month. There were some really big moves, like big gap downs, like running down. So uh, and you can see it in the SPY. Everything had that wicked move. So wicked sell-off right at the end of the day. Bouncing back, obviously, because we buy every dip. I mean, just blindly, you know, close your nose and buy the dip. It works, and it worked yesterday, too, because obviously SP is getting half it back. But that was a pretty wicked little end-of-the-month sell-off. Yeah, that, yep, it, it was. But pff, guys are taking profits from anywhere on down the line. They're doing pretty good. So that's interesting. I just want to know, we're, we're getting back to scratch here um, on the session. Leaking. So, yeah, leaking. We'll see what happens. Uh, Spencer, you want yeah. to wrap things up? Oh, DocuSign. They all want to talk DocuSign. Yeah, why do they always want to talk about DocuSign? Well, this is Zoom. You know, if you're, if you're doing everything online, you're doing all your deals online too. So Zoom took off. This is no coincidence. Oh, wait, what happened? Do they have earnings? No, nothing. This is just up on Zoom. I'm not joking. It's up 25 points DocuSign on Zoom. DocuSign does have earnings, Joel. No, but, but they have earnings this week coming. Yes, yes. Yeah, I had actually on my <sighs> list that to watch and buy was DocuSign, and I actually did have it, but I sold into this pop because I just thought it was ridiculous. Thursday but, afternoon. Yeah. DOCU is up 25 bucks because Zoom beat. I'm so not you're joking. Do, you're it is do because your of real Zoom. estate deals over Zoom. I just what? did one over Zoom. Yeah. Yep. I just did it. It and was you're awesome. Gonna use, you're going to use DocuSign. That, that, yep. I just did one. While driving I just sold in my, your, I sold my Windsor house. While, while, I was while, all driving over in your, while driving in your Tesla, you are going to do Doing your a real estate prep deal. call. Yep. Doing a real estate deal using DocuSign on Zoom. That yep. is it. And not using yep. GoGo Wireless. No. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So anyway, th- uh, earnings Thursday. And while you're shorting Kodak. <laughs> and collecting lunches from Spencer and Joel. Okay. We digress. I don't know. Uh, anyway, DocuSign earnings Thursday afternoon. I guess you'd have to watch. What's the, what's the all-time high? Is it, They're going to kill it. Oh, it's, it's, it's at the all-time high. Right? Is it just one of those? Oh, yeah. Is it just one of those that they kill it or they didn't kill it enough or is this this one they kill it so bad that they're going to kill it so much that it's just gonna you know be like four hundred dollars a share uh, i don't know but part of me just wants to chase this one too <laughs> all right spencer wrap crazy up. town all right i'm sorry we didn't get some more tickets from the chat i've written a few of them down we'll cover them in the afternoon uh but i want to thank our guest jonathan corpina i want to see some more likes too we're at less than 200 likes today if oh we this is okay i'm going That'd to be like great you. Um, what else did I want to say? Uh, thanks to all of everyone in our chats. We appreciate everyone in the chat who like does a super chat comment and, and leave, gives us a, a someone a, gave us 1999. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that is a match a, right there. Wow, uh, wow, we, wow. We, we appreciate that. Big uh, money, no ways, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so please remember, remember that all the information from our show, all of our shows, actually are tanking here. Informational purposes not for investing or trading. Dennis, what are you doing? Catch a replay of our show on YouTube or on our podcast. We're on all the major podcasts. There must be news. News me. News. Too busy. News. I don't know. Give me news. Go to Bazinga Pro. Find out why we're tanking. Dennis is liquidating his portfolio. I'm getting out. Okay. All right. That's a wrap for us, everyone. We'll see you at 340.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.